Ladies and gents, boys and girls from around the world, we are back to close out this show. What has been a loaded show, as I promised. You know, the real Lil once again delivering when he promises. You know, that's what I try to do. I always try to deliver when I promise. I, I, I try to deliver more than a pizza guy, more than Domino's, okay? So, speaking of Domino's, that's Domino's. Let's get to this topic. Last topic to close it out. George Cambusas Jr. versus Devin Haney. This Saturday, it's going down in Australia. I believe Melbourne, Australia. I may be wrong about the Melbourne part, but You're I right. think it is. Here we go. See, once again, I always deliver. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to give our fight previews and predictions. This fight is going down. And ladies and gentlemen, let's start here. Let's look at Cam Bussels. Okay, let's look at him first. I think this fight will show us how good this guy really is. Right, this fight right here against Devin Haney will show us how good Cambosos is. You know, was his fight against Lopez an aberration, or was it a a, a a fight where it showed that he is one of the top lightweights in the division? I think we'll find out on Saturday. What's to like about Cambosos other than his personality is his confidence. I think he has underrated power as seen in round one of the last fight against Lopez where he caught Lopez and Lopez was shocked. He had to get up from the canvas and he didn't believe that Cambosis had the power to knock him down. Well, he showed that he has power and I think he has a little bit more power than Devin Haney for sure. I don't even think I think. I know he has more power than Devin Haney on that regards. I think he's a good technical boxer too. When you think about Sparring 250 rounds with Manny Pacquiao, that's the experience and veteranship needed to propel you to this point that we are talking about right now. And I think when you look at Devin Haney and what's to like about him is that he's a very, very technical cat. He's a tactical cat. He's a technical cat. And he follows his game plan to the T. You can always see that he comes in there with a game plan and he follows it. You know how some people, they get erratic and they go away from the game plan. That's not really Devin Haney's game. He follows his structure. He follows his game plan to the T. The only thing that I would say is that he lacks power. He doesn't have the excitement. He's more so of the skills pay the bills type of boxer. And that rocks a lot of people's boat. It doesn't rock minds, but it gets the jobs done and it gets the job done. And I think that's what has propelled him to this point right now. Now, as we predict this fight, I think it's going to be a very close fight that I can see it going either way. It's hard for me to, to really predict Devin Haney going into Camboso's backyard and beating him for a multitude of reasons. Number one, he has to get a fair shake on the cards from the referees going into another you know, country where they may want to keep the belts in their country and have more fights and sell out arenas over here compared to Devin Haney taking the belts back to America. That's one factor. Another factor is he's going in there without his father. His father was denied entry into the country of Australia because of a previous infraction. Not having that guy there, more so in game situation, you know, in boxing situations in between rounds where you need that mentor right there, your number one trainer there with you, I think is a very, very critical thing that could affect him during the fight. And another thing is, I just think outright, I think Cam Boosters is going to edge him out. I think Cam Boosters is underrated. I think he's going to be confident. It's in his backyard. I think he's going to come in there with a level of poise, sort of what we saw with Lopez. And I think when you look at Devin Haney, he has to sustain 12 rounds of boxing. If you look at his last couple of fights, he tend to wear off. He starts to fight good. He wins every round. And then we get to the round six and seven. He starts to die down and tear off a little bit. 
ally Jorge Norris, who almost got him out of there. I think he has to sustain 12 rounds to beat Cambosos, but I like Cambosos to win this fight via split decision. Wow. Um, that's quite the prediction, Leo. I got to say, I was not expecting you to say that. Um, in my opinion, I believe that if Haney wants to win, just like how he's won all his previous fights, he's going to have to put on a technical masterclass. Hit the nail on the head. I was going to say before you did uh, about Haney and his technicality. He's going to have to be real technical and stick to his game plan if he wants to win this fight because, you know, I fear it too. I'm rooting for him. Bring the belts back to America. I'm worried about the scorecards because, you know, George Cambos is Australian champion now. He upset Teofimo on Teofimo's home soil. And, you know, split decision. Could have went either way. I thought Teofimo won slightly, but it could have went either way. And I think that, you know what, I can't be mad that Cambosis won because he did enough to deserve in some people's eyes. But I think that Haney's going to have to do more than be like, oh, yeah, I could see him winning, but, uh, you know, Cambosis should win. Haney's got to do more. He's got to put on a technical masterclass. He's going to have to be like Usyk against Joshua. He's going to have to go there. Joshua's home turf. Usyk put on a technical masterclass. Haney's going to have to do the same thing to win and this win fight. And win convincingly. And win convincingly. Convincingly. Technical masterclass convincingly. I think it could happen. I don't know. Um, Cambosis, you know, I say I give him the edge on power, especially after he knocked out, uh, knocked down Teofimo that time. So I think if Cambosis wants to win, I think he's going to have to get Haney out of there at some point in the fight. Doesn't matter. Just matters about when he gets him out. If this fight goes long, and it goes to the way that Haney wants. I think Haney wins by decision. I got to go unanimous decision Haney. Uh, I think it could be like 116, 112, something along those lines. Because they're not going to let it get out of hand unless he absolutely beats him down, which I can't see happening. But, uh, yeah, I got to go Haney, UD, on Cambosis' home soil. And he's bringing the belts back to America, baby. Zay, let's talk about the rat, bro. <laughs> you know he called him a rat, right, Cambosos? Let's talk about the informant that is Devin Haney. Does the informant pull it out come Saturday, bro? <laughs> I think that's the big issue with me because it's like you're giving information to Cambosos so Tia Femme could lose in his camp. And I think Haney was fearing Lopez when they had that day little uh, back and forth. Uh, I don't know what to call it. It wasn't an interview. It was like a little, I guess, a media, like, no, I don't know what it was. Anyway, they had like a little a scrum in the middle of like middle of arena. Basically, Lopez saying set up the set up the fight. We'll fight. Haney was kind of talking. It was going back and forth, back and forth regarding the fight. And I think uh, you know, I think Haney was a little nervous, and that's why he spread the information to Kimbosas in order for Kimbosas to win that fight. I don't know if Kimbosas took the information to use it, but I know that Kimbosas won the fight. So whatever whatever it means, and Kimbosas just shouting him out, calling him a rat. It's looking really bad because you're calling him a rat. His pop's not there. Like you said, number one hype man. It's going to be a lot of different things because I think from a skill perspective, yeah, I hit it right on the nail. Technicality versus power. Um, even though Cambosa does have some more technicality as well. But um, Haney's not going to have his, his real mental strength person next to him, his pops. The guy who was there for him in all his fights, that's going to play a mental strength definitely down later in the fights. It's going to see if Haney really turns into, I guess, void to the man, essentially. Like, you know, your, your number one guy, your pop's not there, so now you really got to show out. And show up. I'm not saying he needs him, but it's it plays a mental factor. A guy who's been in all your career fights, all your professional fights, and now he's not there. So now you really gotta actually have like an angel on your shoulder and kind of fight it out. So, but for my personal opinion, I think Haney and Lopez are from the cut from the same cloth, where their similarities and skill and power and how they fight is good. Also, their downfall, and I think that's what Cambosos 
has a, a little edge over Haney in a sense where he already fought Teofimo Lopez. And that's a fight, in my opinion, if Lopez would have fought Haney, I had Lopez winning that fight over Haney. So I think right now, well, for just my gut feeling, I have Cambosos winning that fight. Uh, I would love Haney to win this fight. I would love Haney to really show that he has some type of power, that he can actually punch with the punchers out there and really put his lights out in his hometown. That's something I would love for Haney to do, especially with his pops not there. The storyline's already set in stone. Basically, Haney, you, you are Creed. You literally could do everything you need to do, win these belts, and take it back home. It'll be a, a great story. I just don't know if it's going to happen. I've seen Kimbosa's last fight against Lopez. It was an interesting fight because he was actually... Um, fighting it out with Lopez, a guy who likes volume, a guy who likes throwing a lot of punches. And Cambosis already stood in there and knocked him out with a couple counters. Hit him a lot. Hit him in um, a lot of accurate punches that I didn't know Cambosis had prior to me watching his fights when I was watching the highlights prior to that Lopez fight. I didn't know how accurate of a puncher he was when he was landing the shots he was landing. I was really impressed. So I think in this particular fight, it's going to go split decision. It's going to go to Cambosis. I don't know if Cambosis knocks him out. I know he's going to drop Haney once, though. And I don't know which round, but it's going to drop Haney once, and then it's going to be a split decision. Go to Cambosas just based off that one drop. Hey, that was a good take. That was a really good take. Um, I'm a little shook that you guys were in concurrence about the split decision. I think that I wasn't expecting you guys to be uh, in concurrence about that. I wasn't expecting to hear that. Um, but, Leo, I got two questions for you. And, Zay, if you want to chime in as well, by all means. The way Haney fought Lenars, remember when Lenars kind of wobbled him a little bit? I forgot mm -hmm. what round it was. He did. He it was a late. Bit. Yep. Yeah, it was late. I think if Cambosis gets that opportunity and he wobbles Haney, I think he closes him out. I think Cambosis wins by knockout if he wobbles him. I don't know if Cambosis will be able to wobble him, though, because, yeah, he did fight Teofimo, but other than that, what other big fights has he had, really? And this is on his home, so all the lights are on him. So I'm going to be interested to see how he does to that. But the question that I really want to pose and ask Yes, Teofimo beat Lomachenko, but do you think do you guys think that Lomachenko would lose to Haney or Cambosis? I think not. I think Lomachenko beats them both. I agree. I think Lomachenko beats beats both of them. And I think when you look at that Lopez fight, as much as I'm a Lopez fan because he's from Brooklyn, so you know that Brooklyn connection, that Brooklyn Knight status, that's my guy. I'm going to make excuses for him and I'm going to big him up. But I think if you look at that Lomachenko fight, like I said, Lomachenko gave Lopez five rounds easily out of respect. Just gave First him five that five six. rounds. And then all, you, all he had to do was win one more if you do the mathematics. And once Lomachenko started to turn it on, Lopez had no answer. He won one round after that turn on from Lomachenko, which was the most important one, which was the 12th round that ended up becoming the swing um, pivotal round that gave him that fight. But had Lomachenko came out earlier, Lomachenko would have won. So I think Lomachenko definitely beats um, both Cambosos and Devin Haney because he's just more technically sound. I mean, all of these guys are technical guys, but Lomachenko is a king of that. He's a king of technicality, and I think he takes all them to the woods and kind of gets rid of them. I think Loma has 300 amateur fights, so he better be king of technicality. He must know the yeah. ring like the back of his hand. But I think, I agree with Lil. I think Lomachenko would have um, easily taken him out. Not not just, oh, it'll be a close fight. I think Lomachenko, healthy and all, fresh off the surgery, had a couple tune-up fights. He's he's clearing the floor with both Haney and Cambosas. No knock on them. They're talented, but they're young. Lomachenko's arms, almost, almost like the grandfather of this, right, at the moment. 300 amateur fights is ridiculous.
know, I don't, I don't even know how many fighters have that many amateur fights alone. So the fact that he has uh, all those under his belt, came professional late, and still was able to wipe the floor with all these different guys, I don't think Haney and Kambosos will understand what they're walking into when they walk into those kind of fights. I think Lopez, I'd like him little stated, he had a lot of confidence riding with him. He had a lot of momentum riding with him. He had a great first five rounds. I was astonished. I was um, impressed. But then Lomachenko woke up and things got bad quick. <laughs> Lomachenko was one that fight. That's how bad it got. It was crazy to say the least. Yeah, it's like almost ally, you know, um, the Celtics and the Heat of Game 7 where the Heat turned it on and the Celtics got erratic and they just wanted to survive. That was TV Fimo Lopez and Lomachenko. All right, Lomachenko turned it up. I'm just trying to survive because I have a lead on the cards, and he did, and they ultimately – it's like he made his free throws in a 12 round, and that's what edged out the, the victory for Lopez. But I think when you look at this whole dynamic of the father situation and his trainer, Devin Haney, that is not being there, it's almost like it would have to be like this, like the apocalypse, right, where your father teaches you how to survive without him. And now you have to, once the father's gone, you have to be a man and survive on your own and go out in this jungle and try to scrap for food and know how to find food and know how to survive and defeat robbers and people that try to take. Listen, I watch a lot of conspiracy videos, clearly. All right. So it's like that. But it's like that's what Devin Haney's going to have to have the mentality of a warrior that my father's not there. I mean, there in the headlights, the crowd, the stadium, foreign territory, foreign turf, and having to just, you know, edge it out and pretend that your father's there giving you that advice. It's a lot of mental makings for Devin Haney, that, or should I say mental obstacles, that Devin Haney's going to have to overcome in this fight. And I don't think he will. I think it's a distraction for him. And I think Cam Busos, he's comfortable. And he has a fight where he wants it and how he wants it. And that's why, ultimately, I got him winning. But the only thing i say here and then I'm done with my take, is that is he going to get a fair shake, Devin Haney? Anyway, even if he wins the fight outright, I don't know because if you look at that fight with Jeff Horn and Manny Pacquiao, which was in Australia, somehow they gave that fight to Jeff Horn, the Hornet. I call, I call him the Hornet. They gave that fight to him. And we all know Manny Pacquiao won that fight. Granted, um, Jeff Horn was physical with Manny Pacquiao, but he did not outland it out through Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao clearly won that fight. They gave it to Jeff Horn. So, will those referees and, excuse me, judges give the fight or score the fight how they see it, or is it going to be a made-up scorecard before the bell even rings? We'll have to see. Here's the thing on my take. You know, I agree with you on that. Is it a made-up scorecard before the bell even rings? It's Cambosis' home turf. You know, they finally got another champ in Australia for boxing. You know, they got the UFC ones in New Zealand and Australia, but you know, now they got one for boxing, so it's like, is Haney going to get a fair shake? And this sort of goes back to, um, like you said, Pacquiao and Horn, but also, in a way, kind of Canelo Bevo. You know, I, I like Canelo and all, but that scorecard was not 115-113. That scorecard was a lot closer than it should have been. Bevo whooped them. Like, and, you know, and that was in, you know, America, neutral site for both of them, but even still, like, you know, Canelo's got the match, he's got the star power, still like, oh, like, you know, it was closer than it really was, but it really wasn't. You know, Canelo wasn't landing. He wasn't using his jab enough. He wasn't sticking and moving. Bivol didn't fear him because he wasn't jabbing. And so Bivol just kept walking on in and just landing all these combinations on him. So it's like, I agree with you, Lil. Is Haney going to get a fair shake? We don't know. That's why I stand by my prediction. He has to have a technical masterclass, 
and I think he's going to because he was on Stephen A's world the other day talking about how he's the best lightweight in the world, and I feel Devin Haney's not just going to let someone walk him down after making that claim. The thing is for Devin Haney is that he's going to have to quiet the crowd because I think when you look at fights like Canelo Bivol, Joshua Usyk, they quiet the crowd and where's to the point where you can't rob them because the crowd dictates who wins the fight. If they're cheering for one guy and do five rounds, it's quiet as a church mouse. And the fighter shows that they're defeated like Canelo when he lifts up Bivol and you see his facial expressions. He was clearly frustrated. You can't rob Bivol because clearly look at Canelo's face. He knows he lost. The crowd knows he lost, right? Usyk and Joshua. Joshua at the end of the fight looked like he just went to World War Three. And he was just hanging on the wall. You couldn't rob Usyk after that. So I think for Haney, he's going to have to get the crowd out of it. And he's going to have to wear Cambusos to the point where Cambusos looks like the defeated guy. And that's how he's going to get a decision. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Those are our fight previews and predictions. It's going down Saturday. The finals is going down tomorrow. Loaded sports weekend. I can't wait to get to it and be right back here top of the week. Dino, Zay. I hope y'all enjoy the games and the fight and looking forward to being right back here in the huddle. Yes, sir. Steph Curry for 40. Let's do it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Always a pleasure, my guys. Even with takes like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on to the next one. Peace. The Can You Dig It Sports Radio Network is here. Revolutionize the game of media. Be a dig, a dig. Ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not getting tired of watching In The Huddle over and over again. So like and subscribe to the channel and receive these new notifications of new uploaded content that will be coming your way. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your day. I'm out. Peace.